good people. Sorry, I'm in good morning mode. I am actually a little bit later than I wanted to be. Thursday mornings are my time with my wonderful counselor. And uh, we ran a little late today. Or maybe I overslept up until that appointment. <laughs> we can look at it one way or the other. But it's always good to start my day off with her. I hope that you guys have people... And it doesn't even have to be a formal treatment person, right? But someone who just can spin perspectives on you so that it heightens your awareness to look at things differently or just be aware of options, I guess, is a good way to put it. I mean, her and I talked this morning, and she's very soft and empathetic. And by soft, I mean in a good way. She talks in a low voice, and she's just very sweet. And I am the exact opposite. I'm very direct, and probably it doesn't appear like I have much empathy <laughs> some of the time. But it's mo I'm more like black and white, like, let's get through the bullshit. Let's do this, where she challenges me with a really nice approach. And she just gets me thinking about... Like this morning, one of our topics was ego. And I had told her how I learned over the weekend that ego is what's driving emotions like anger once the three and a half seconds has passed. And I liked that. And then she pointed out that ego can sometimes be a good thing to keep us safe. So where mine was showing up in this anger situation was like I wanted to start hanging on to well, I wanted to hang on to the anger and, and be bitter and stuff, which was actually a choice, right? And my ego wanted to protect other people from the person who hurt me. Uh, but was that really my ego just being, you know, like shitty? Like, because I kind of wanted to destroy this guy, right? But it's not who I am. And hanging on to it wasn't serving me but it was interesting how she brought up ego can protect us and I will think of it from that perspective instead of getting mad about it being there and impacting how I make decisions so yeah just perspective so the moral of the story is it's not about ego because I'm not really like Freud and can't explain all this stuff scientifically to you I just know what I'm learning and just try to use what knowledge I have and apply it to live in my best life. That's really all I can do. So what do we got today? Niccolo Machiavelli says, where the willingness is great, the difficulties cannot be great. Acceptance may be one of the most difficult things to learn, for it means we must give up the desire to control our life and its outcome. Here we go, guys. Another reading that I need to hear. This was part of our conversation this morning, too. Once we have truly received this great gift, we will learn that acceptance need not take away our strength. On the contrary, we will have inner strength where we never thought possible. When we decided to meet the challenge of a sober life, we bet free life, we took the first step towards acceptance. We accepted the fact that we have a disease, a chronic disease that will always be with us. By accepting this fact, we will be able to cope with our lifelong struggle. This way, we willingly accept the friendship of our group members and the wisdom they offer us. They have been where we are coming from. They have suffered as we suffer, and they have felt the hope we now feel. We are offered 
a way of life that if we follow it, it will bring us peace of mind and we may peace of mind we may have never felt before. By our surrender, we are now willing to receive something that is offered to us, the beginning of a new life. Today, let me accept my powerlessness and any help that's offered to me. The reason I'm giggling is I've, I've shared with you that new mantra that I really love. Everything is perfect. Everything is evolving. And when I had the conversation yesterday with one of my friends about it being kind of a, a nicer way to say it is what it is, I was, I was telling my counselor about that. And she's like, well, some people think of it is what it is as a way of like acceptance. And my personal struggle is using it when you're accepting something that I don't think should be accepted. And that's just my point of view. It doesn't have to be anybody else's. But that's when it evoked some sort of reaction in me where I'd get mad. Uh, you know, like if it was in a relationship or – and that's usually what it's around is different relationships of why I struggle with it. There was a, a work experience too, and I think I shared that with you maybe yesterday, that it could be said. And, and I'll use the work one as an example. If it's settling, it's like I feel like there's always something that can be done. Maybe not always, but a lot of the time something can be done to make a situation better. So I don't like accepting it is what it is. In the context of this reading, though, it, it's very freeing as someone with an addiction, right? So I can't, the past, it is what it is, right? Everything was perfect. Everything was improving. We didn't know it at the time. At least I didn't know it at the time. But the past, it is what it is. I can't do anything to change it. And that's a big part of our recovery and thinking about it that way. The book talks about accepting that you know, gambling is a disease and it's a lifelong struggle and all the things. And again, true. We should accept that this was part of who we are or were. But I don't want it to take away from the gifts that we now find in recovery because of that. We, we've chatted in the past about how we're almost special on, on some context. So like if we go, we have a Gamblers Anonymous community or a recovery community that works for us, sometimes our spouses and families are left behind if they're not participating. And that's a gift is having these, these communities and this peace and wisdom and learning from other people and connection and all these wonderful things. So we can't change the fact that we were gamblers, but it is what it is. We were gamblers. And now we have this opportunity at just this amazing best life. And I, I think that that's part of what the reading is trying to say too. By our surrender, we are now willing to receive something that is being offered to us, the beginning of a new way of life. Let me accept my powerlessness and, ex and any help that's offered to me. So if we don't do that, if we don't accept it, if we don't embrace it, what happens? This is what I think happens. We can stay stuck, stuck in the spiral of the feelings that come with the devastation of gambling. 
We can feel hopeless. We can feel shame, guilt. I learned some stuff about shame and guilt, too, over the past weekend. I don't have my notes in front of me, but it was an interesting perspective of how James taught it to us. At any rate, if we feel like, if we hang on to the past, I'm going to break this down. Oh, I'm a gambler. Oh, I was a horrible person. Oh, all those things. And we stay stuck in that. We don't have the opportunity to see all this other gifts. And chances are we go back because it's what we know and what we're comfortable with. And because we can't see the light that's shining in from recovery that it gives us. So it has to start somewhere. So it is what it is. I gambled in my past. I lost money. I impacted my marriage. I didn't walk the dog as much. I was very distant from my family. Like those were all the things. But here's, here's the beauty of it, guys. Those were the things that were what they were. But today, I can be more connected. I could be a better partner. I have a different relationship with money. I have different goals and values. Like all these things come from the recovery piece of it and looking at it from this view. And I wouldn't have... Like, let's say I never gambled. I don't know that my relationships would be as open, vulnerable. I I don't know. Like, I would not be showing up the same way in the relationships that I'm in if I didn't have my recovery. I don't I don't believe I would. So I needed my 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 gambling to get me here. So it is what it is. And it had its purpose. And I'll remind you and me that we don't always know the purpose in the moment or see it as it's happening. But I can I can promise you that there is a purpose. I, I, I really can. I really believe that. Not that I'm trying to tell you to believe what I believe, but I can see so many examples of things happening the way they're supposed to happen. Everything from way back to how my careers played out, my relationships played out, my geography where I was living and and we've chatted about this a lot before so I won't I won't go into all of that but I could see the value of I think pretty much every step of the way even the really really bad ones like the really really bad ones they had this purpose and it's it's so freeing to accept that and I just want to remind you we have almost like a gift of rebirth. We get to start over. We get to really be aware of everything we do, say, think, act upon, how we show up for every person that we connect with. We can do better. We can help other people see the light. Like we just have all those gifts and nobody can take those gifts away from us. Now, sometimes we take them away from ourselves because we get caught in the, the cycle. So hopefully... You're, you know, getting to this point of self-awareness where you can identify when that's starting to happen so that you can correct it. That was another part of mine and our conversation this morning was about the cycles and uh, I'm just being very cautious as I see some things showing up in my life that I don't want to turn into a cycle and uh, you just got to call that stuff out as it is now I'm not saying it's any different than perfect and improving or 
it being it is what it is. However, I would like to be aware of it so that I can help navigate the situations that I'm in. I don't want to just settle. I want to make sure that I'm doing the best I can to move all aspects of my life in, in the direction I want to go. So that's what I got today, guys. Everything is perfect. Everything is improving. I freaking love it. I don't know if you're going to have to hear about this forever, probably because it seems to tie into everything. So I'm really grateful for that mantra. I hope that you guys have a fabulous, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Thursday. It's Thursday. Maybe Friday. Getting close to Friday in some of the worlds that you're listening from. But I hope it's spectacular. I know it'll be perfect. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. What do we got tomorrow? Oh, we have another guest tomorrow. Mm. I think you're going to like this this guest too. Someone who's very full of energy. So I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Have a great day, beautiful people. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.